The interesting thing about the world that we are currently living in is obviously the world of the likes, the selfie, the <laughs> the retweets and whatever else. I mean, when you post a picture on Instagram, what you really want to know is how many people have liked it and whatever else. And how many people liked your post on Facebook and all of that. But here's what's interesting is the means of connection with other humans have never been better than in any other age. Yet, according to surveys and studies, people feel less connected today than in any other generation. People actually feel lonelier right now than in any other generation. One um, business survey that was done where people were asked, would they rather buy from someone they trusted and pay 10% more, or would they rather buy from someone they didn't know or couldn't trust and pay 10% less? Around 80% of the people that were interviewed said they would rather pay 10% more and have the benefit of trust than pay 10% less and not have the benefit of trust. In business and sales terms, there's what they call R-commerce. We've all heard of e-commerce, which is the selling over the internet, and then M-commerce, which is the selling over the mobile phone. R-commerce is relationship selling. It is the selling that is birthed from relationships that are formed between a business and its customers. It is <laughs> it's relationships and there was someone who said this about 20, probably even more years ago now, who said all selling come around 2020 will be relationship selling. The ability of a business to connect with its consumers through some level of relationship and trust that would now foster selling. One brand that's doing it absolutely brilliantly is Nike. This is why so many people identify with it is because it is constantly creating ways and avenues of creating relationships with people. And we enjoy it and we love it. But the thing about Nike is the fact that it's willing to create relationships with the people that it cares about the most, even if it means alienating it from other people. I mean, earlier in the year, we had that other ad of theirs that they, <laughs> so many people connected with it, and yet there were still other people who were against it, and yet they still stuck by the ad because they understood that these are the people that we are wanting to connect with, even if it costs us a small percentage of other people. They were willing to build a greater connection with a large group of people, even if it meant sacrificing a trivial relationship with other people. And <clears throat> with this being said, this is where often we <laughs> find ourselves actually then missing it as marketers and as entrepreneurs. Because we 
are now worried about the likes, the funnels, the whatevers. Whereas what the market actually is craving for is trust. So if you can actually focus your energy on building the trust, building the relationship, <laughs> it's almost certain that the the sale almost takes care of itself. But that is something that we are not willing to to risk that is something that we are not willing as marketers to actually do but the thing about it is that eventually someone needs to initiate it when we talk about brand loyalty or brand insistence we are talking about a level of relationship that's been formed between a consumer and a particular brand or a particular business to the point where people literally insist on that particular brand And very few businesses, and the thing about people is the fact that they think these relationships just happen. But that's not true. If you take a liking as a male into a particular female, you, well, today not so much. <laughs> today you try and find them on Instagram and like all their pictures. But the truth is, eventually, some form of communication needs to occur. Eventually, some form of connection must be birthed. You don't like their picture or send them a friend request on Facebook and as soon as they accept, you write on their wall, will you marry me? Uh, <laughs> I think you'd be blocked very quickly. So even though that is your desire, you, are some, you somehow know inherently, and this is what even a lot of guys that I talk about, talk to actually, that ended up getting married, they generally say that, that they knew, not necessarily instantly, but they knew very early on that this was the person they wanted to marry. But they knew that this was not a conversation they could have with that particular person at that moment. They were going to have to create a level of relationship, a level of trust where such a conversation was now possible. Where now after spending some time together, getting to know each other, even though you have already decided where you want this relationship to go, you understand that having decided that does not mean that you can now bypass the process. You still need to go on that first date. You still need to find out <laughs> their favorite foods. You still need to find out their dreams and desires. You still need to find out that actually... Um, they are people that put um, tomato sauce on top of their um, fried chips and not on the side like a normal human being. <clears throat> Those are things that you will not find out on the first date. You're not going to find that out on their Facebook. You're not going to find that out on their Instagram. You're going to find that out as you do life with them, as you forge that relationship, as you spend time together. And then as that relationship grows, as the connection grows, it reaches we can almost call it a critical mess. Now you know that that particular question of would you be willing to spend the rest of your life with me is now a conversation that you guys can actually have. It is now a conversation that is we can almost call appropriate. <clears throat> the problem with marketers is they bump into someone and they say, will you marry me? And they say, and the person says no. And then they move on to the next person. Will you marry me? And they say no. When the person, the next person, they say, will you marry me? And they say no. That is what even telemarketers do. They call you and they say, do you want life insurance now? And if you say no, they say goodbye. And then they move on to the next person. 
the other day one person actually called me trying to sell me car insurance the first question they should have asked was do you actually even have a car and then i would have been able to explain and say no and then they would have known that actually every other conversation we were going to have and all of your policies and your different packages are actually irrelevant because i do not have the primary thing that is predicated on what you are trying to sell me even being relevant to me so those are things that we generally miss as marketers that we try to and even salespeople and business people you need to connect with people first you cannot pop the question on the first date you cannot pop the question at first sight you know they <laughs> there's we call it love at first sight not proposal at first sight so just because you fall in love with the person at first sight it does not mean that is the moment to propose relationships need to be formed relationships need to be birthed and once you guys get to know each other better and the easier it is that you make it for people to get to know you better this is where social media comes in and it becomes so brilliant this is where the internet comes in and it becomes so brilliant this is where having a website comes in and it becomes so brilliant the easier you make it for people to get to know you and your brand and what you stand for the easier it is for them to want to do business with you because people want to do business with people they can trust people want to do business with people they feel understand my needs or their needs and therefore i am willing to engage in some form of financial transaction with them i am willing to build this relationship because of your level of transparency i did a podcast a few weeks ago probably a few months ago now where i talked about how authenticity is actually a superpower now not enough businesses not enough brands and when i say not enough i'm talking specifically about south africa are actually attempting to connect with people they're actually are they actually attempting to actually build trust with people you are finding people that are coming out and saying support black business now that's not how you do it you need to understand you need to make sure that your particular target market actually understands you and they also feel understood you build that relationship and once that relationship has been built then you can begin to sell them whatever it is that you feel like selling them now you can begin to pop the question once the foundational relationship has actually been established that is how brand loyalty and brand insistence happens that is where it's interesting because in as much as we talk about a society that cheats a lot, we still understand inherently what loyalty is. The same can happen even with brands. The same can happen. I mean, I don't even think about um, buying Puma sneakers. Whether they are better than Nike sneakers is irrelevant. You know Why? Because a certain level of relationship has been formed between myself and Nike. So there is a level of brand loyalty and brand insistence from my side because of the kind of relationship that has been formed. Not enough businesses are working at actually forming these relationships. That is relationship selling. That is where you find loyal customers. That is how loyal customers are birthed. That is how loyal um, connections and relationships are birthed. And once you actually have that, once your business can have enough of those connections, that is where it will live forever.
then that is what you actually want. That is our commerce. Relationship selling. Selling that is birthed from relationships.